Hello and welcome to the Gambler Norwegian Football Podcast. I'm Selectabet and joining me is the Morecambe to my wise, Craig, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, very well. Good, and we are delighted to be joined all the way from Norway again by David Wilson. How's it going, David? I'm well, thanks. Good, and I take it we've both been watching the games that have just finished in the Norwegian Elite Series tonight. Indeed, uh, indeed. I have been, yeah. And well, no surprise results, I suppose, but um, maybe Bodo Glimt being the, the one that's maybe undone a, a few hackers, they had to come from behind to win 2-1 uh, against Christiansen. Uh, and that's probably caught quite a few people out, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I mean, I watched the game. It's probably the first team that's really sat in mm-hmm. um, against against Glimt. So they just they basically sat in 4-1-4. Sort of formation. Um, didn't leave any space in behind. Didn't press the defenders at all. Basically sat in their own third and just waited. Um, also, uh, Jens Petterhauge was... Uh, injured or they say he was injured they, they asked the manager before the game what, what was wrong with him and he just he came, he was very vague, he said he's not 100% and the, the, the interview asked him if it's to do with corona or anything and he said uh, no he's just not 100% so it was very vague not really mm-hmm. sure what was wrong with Hauge but they really missed him, they played mm-hmm. an 18 year old um, in, in his place out and, and he struggled um, oh, what was his name ugh no matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he really struggled and, and, and they didn't really get going until um, he went off about the hour mark and Victor Boniface came on in the left wing and sort of far more direct and a stronger runner on the left-hand side and he made a big difference. Well, I thought it was a great match. An absolutely tremendous match. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from a corner's point of view. Yeah, well, I think in terms of my write-up on the the members group, I think I pretty much said was that Christensen are probably a little bit underestimated. I think the bookies had them at 7-1. to one. So I wasn't expecting them to go there and get a result. But obviously I mentioned Pellegrino, who obviously scored the opening goal. And tonight's nap was uh, Christensen to hit four corners, which they did. So they hit six in the end. So I think games like that, I think the bookies often underprice teams uh, based on obviously glimpse fantastic run over the first seven weeks so I think it was a lot closer than people thought and I don't think there was as many goals or certainly corners anyway I think uh, Glimt had nine I think it was he finished or ten, ten sorry uh, yeah. and uh, Christian soon hit six and to hit, to hit four at even money I thought was a, was a great a great shout mm. yeah. Yeah. and you also did the same trick in the Molde game as well didn't you? Yeah so it was really a, a toss of the coin between what was going to be the nap between uh, Viking and uh, Christian soon so I, th- I think obviously went for um, Christensen, they both came in I think Viking hit four and that's mainly in the fact that one Viking are hitting some decent numbers and I think Molda have conceded four or more corners now and pretty much I think seven of their eight games now so again it's a nice line when you've got a really high priced away side I think Viking were eight to one to win this match tonight they also got battered 5-0 <laughs> <laughs> but Rightfully so. in terms of finding value they hit four corners at even money which again mm. is was a good was a good find. Yeah, and you were saying before we started recording, David, that it, it seems fairly obvious that the bookies have now cottoned on to those the top two, um, and Norway prices really really short this evening for the games, 
and uh, we'll probably expect that from here on in. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean we're digging for digging for value in the top two now and looking for ways to find it. But yeah, um, I mean, Gleamed have won eight out of eight, Mulder have won seven out of eight, drawn one. Um, they are, yeah, 24-22. They're already seven points ahead of third place, uh, Mulder. And Mulder's second or seven points ahead of third. So, yeah, it's a two-horse race and pretty much against everyone, they're going to be, yeah, I think home games games. as well. I think home games for people trying to find value in the home games is going to be really hard. Away from home, probably a little bit easier, but I think at home, especially when they play some of the the poorer teams in the league, it's going to be 1-5, 1-6 to to win the match. Trying to get a goals bet on that, then good luck. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be tricky. Um, So that was this evening, which was Wednesday. We should talk about the the winning goal for Glimt, which is an absolute goal of the season candidate. Um, It's bouncing out about 25 yards from goal in the centre half Marius Loda is just waiting for it and he's sort of side volleyed it into the top corner from 25 yards it's gone like an absolute bullet and uh, yeah it's well worth a watch I've retweeted it so you can you can he been watching your video David Uh, no I never scored (laughs) any we should also talk very briefly about last week and that was your that was our second Norwegian podcast and the first week was sensational it was always going to be really difficult to follow that up and account. We only had eight winners last weekend, guys, so slacking a wee bit. Just call it a day then, will we? Yeah, just yeah. call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, fair play to both of you. Um, some really good advice and some some nice little winners in there. Um, I think David, you obviously focused on the Glimped game mm. um, and they finished up with a 6-1. Mm. And we yeah. were... We were waiting on Casper Junker to score and inevitably he gets substituted and was probably one of only what four or five players who didn't score <laughs> for Bodo <laughs> Glint on the day. So uh, we were unlucky there. And Greg, you managed uh, two out of three winners as well. And you were saying to me that takes you to 11 out of 14 winners in Norway to date this season. Yeah, I was having a little check there. So I think we're now into the third week now, probably been focusing in Norway. But yeah, that's 11 winners out of 14. Um, and there's probably a reason why I keep on harping about Norway on Twitter just because I think these leagues are going to be tremendous for us um, over the coming weeks and months. And I would yeah. advise anyone to, to stick with us on them. Yeah, I think the challenge is going to be to you two guys is to try and keep finding the value in it because <laughs> it's certainly going to be, by looks of a lot of goals, and it's obviously going to be Glimt and uh, Mulder who are going to run away with the league. So we need to keep trying to find value elsewhere in yeah. some of the other games. Looking at Division 1, David and I had a chat today about this, actually. So, match day three, I think there's, what, 29 goals scored in the seven games on Monday in the Obis League in Division Mm 1. I think six of the seven games went over 2.5. I think four of the games seen four plus. Skybet didn't offer total goals this week. Um, It is a big boo, but (laughs) I need to... to, um, Give them a bit of praise as well because that was just a, a money to nothing that one. If mm. they offered total goals in that league, they'd have to set the market at probably 28 29 goals to cover themselves. So, why so not just do that? Well, that's the thing. I know, I know it's a good point. Um, I haven't seen it since then. I, I don't think we'll see it back again. Mm-hmm. And they're not offering total goals either in the elite Azarian when they usually do, right? So, it's maybe worth an ask of Skybet as they're happy to bring them back in because they do offer total goals across quite a lot of different leagues now. Well, maybe someone from Skybet's amongst the 
uh, up to almost 900 listeners that we had last week. So thanks very much to everyone that tuned in. And I was actually wondering how far away we are, David, from what's the biggest um, attendance that you played in front of in your career? <laughs> How many? I, played, I have played against Celtic in the Scottish in the League Cup semi final, so like 30,000, so 40,000 or something. <laughs> so it certainly wouldn't have been at, um, at Denver Park anyway, that's for sure. No. <laughs> so we're a good 39,100 away we're from. A wee bit away, yeah. From equaling that. But, uh, no. <laughs> I guess the point I was trying to make in terms of the goals in League One anyway is that um, all six of the seven games for Monday are all priced 4 to 9 over 2.5 goals. Which suggests to me the bookies are running scared already. They've not got a clue. Yeah. And they've not got a clue. So they're thinking, <laughs> right, what to do is we'll make it short. Oh, yeah, I still think four to nine right. actually isn't that bad. I think you can get a really good double. And I've got another good double, I think, for um, Monday. And I think David has as well. Yeah, so let's crack on and stop uh, slapping ourselves on the back and have a look at the fixtures that are coming up. Um, so, yeah. On the, in the latest season this week, there's a couple of games on Saturday and then the main bulk of the games on Sunday. So I guess we'll just try and tackle them chronologically. Um, and the first one that we're going to have a look at is Glimp's visit to Mjöndalen uh, on Saturday at five o'clock. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I mean, I did write this down um, a little uh, bit before tonight's games and I'm a wee bit worried um, that Mjöndalen might sit in the same way that um, <laughs> Christian Soon did tonight. So, uh, in light of that, maybe take some caution, but I still think that uh, Gleamt are a really good price, um, half-time, full-time, at 5-4. to four. Uh, Tonight, they were obviously behind at the, at the half. That's the first time they've been behind this season. Every other game except from one, they were drawing at, um, at the half. Uh, they've been winning, so that's six out of eight games they've been leading at the half. Um not sure about Jens Petahauge if he's plan- if he's going to be fit for the weekend. It was really vague um, why he was out tonight. Um, I think they did miss his sort of directness and quality on the left hand side. But um, me and Darlin, they've been struggling of late. They've um, they lost two one tonight against Storms God Set. Uh, they lost against Valeringa at the weekend, which they were really unlucky actually to lose that game. They probably shouldn't have lost it. They lost the weight moulded the weekend before that, so they've lost three in a row now. Uh, they've lost five goals in those games. Um, Last weekend uh, must have been particularly sore. Yeah, scored what three goals disallowed, was it not? Yeah, so they, they were really unlucky, and they were playing against ten men for about an hour, and the referees disallowed three goals. One of them was really, really dubious, very dubious. The other, second one was. You could see why he maybe gave it. And the third one, the keeper's come out and punched it and he's collided with his own defender and they've both stayed down. It's one of those ones, like, you, you think if the team's winning, you think they might be, at, like, be play-acting a little bit because they kind of know the ref's going to stop it. But the ref didn't stop it for about five, six, <laughs> two seconds. And then, then me and Alan shot and he stopped it as the ball was going into the goal. So it was like, it was a really contentious one. But, um, yeah, so anyway... Me and Alan, they're on a little bit of a bad run now. They started the season well, um, generally keeping it quite tight. They've not lost more than two goals this season. <laughs> um, but I think Glimt, uh, with their attacking play, they should um, half-time, full-time, 5-4. to four. This is still a pretty good result. And I've also got, I just think because 
uh, Glimt have been so they're so open. They lost another goal tonight. Um, they are so open. They've been losing goals. So I think both teams to score uh, and Glimt to win is seven to five. Um, so yeah, that's. I think um, that's going to be a really popular bet this season. I think in in Glimt games, I yeah. think six of the other eight games now has seen them uh, concede a goal. They've only kept yeah. two clean sheets so far. So I think that's yeah. a really good shout in terms of the both teams to score and Glimt and to win. The two clean sheets they kept as well. Like it's the two games where they just blew teams away in the first sort of twenty minutes as well. So the other team had kind of given up. So I think I do think there's definitely something in the like they they're not bad defensively. They just throw so many bodies forward that they can get caught. How important will the team news be for you with that bet? It's just like I'm a bit worried if Hugh is injured again. But like Victor Boniface came on tonight and made a big difference when he came on in the hour marks. I'd, be, I'd imagine he would start on the start, left hand yeah. side. Um, he's he's really strong, tall, direct. Um, he's uh, he's usually a striker, but obviously Junker's been playing centre forward. Um, I just. I'd, I'd be a bit a bit worried about it if Hug is not playing again, but I still think the especially the half time full time one, um I'd 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 definitely still fancy that. Really surprised to see that as big as five to four, to be honest yeah. with you. I thought yeah. that'd be maybe evens or maybe ten to eleven, but five to four looks a good shout. Yeah. And you've got an angle on this game as well, Greg? Yeah, so I think when I was looking at last night for tonight's matches, um I was looking at Yundalan tonight to hit five or more corners, but I left them out um, and just went with the two from Norway tonight. They hit five tonight, but looking at, obviously, Glimp's corner record so far, they have conceded three or more corners now in all eight games. Uh, Yundalan themselves, though, pretty steady in the old corner front. Uh, six of their eight matches now, they have hit five or more. So I think last weekend, they hit 14 but I think as David called out, that's because we're playing as 10 men for an hour. But other than that, though, they've hit 7, 4, 5, 6, 7 and 5. So I think it's a very good chance they could hit at least four corners on um, on, on at the weekend. Keen to see what that's priced up at. Hopefully we can get a backable single at 4+. plus Because I think that'd be a really strong shout, given the fact they've hit 4+, plus in all eight matches this season. Yeah, we should say that obviously we're recording this um, Wednesday evening, so as yet the corner markets don't appear to have been priced up by any of the bookies so far. Yeah, it's, it's not ideal, but that's what happens when you've got a midweek card. Um, I, I'm, I probably think they'll set it at five. They'll probably set it at five at maybe even money. Um, hopefully, though, we can get a backable single at four. Mm-hmm. I think they're more than capable of hitting four, and I think as well we know how open Glimpt are do concede goals, and I think they can concede at least four corners at the weekend. Okay, so that's one of the ones that we will post on the Telegram group as soon as we have uh, the information from the bookies, the prices from the bookies. Um, so just keep an eye on that if you're a member. Yep. Next up, we're going to go to Christiansund v Valarenga, which is on Sunday at five. And David, you've got an angle on this one. Yeah, Um I mean, Christiansund were very defensive tonight, um, which uh, I don't think they'll continue with that when they play against Wolleringa on Sunday. So, um, I, I, uh, I don't. I, I think like the thing about the, the league is you've got the top two, and then 
the bottom sort of three and then everyone in the middle can just beat each other. So it's quite hard to look at results in those games. So I'm looking at um, the goals in this one. And um, so Vollering have scored in every game now. They won 1-0 tonight um, against uh, Haugesund. <clears throat> but um, Christiansund as well have scored in uh, every game now except the first game. So I'm looking at both teams to score. And uh, with Christiansund at home, I'm also looking at over 2.5 goals. Um, so in all their home games this year, uh, they've won 7-2, two, 2 each, and uh, they lost 2-1 um, on the weekend there. So I'm looking at, uh, yeah, both teams to score in over 2.5 goals. It's just under evens. Um, that was on Bet365. Yeah, all eight Christiansund games have finished uh, both teams to score. And uh, not the first, not the first. Apart from the oh, first sorry, game. yeah, the Rosenberg game was the only one. Yeah. So every, every game since, um, they've all finished both teams to score and over two and a half. By the looks of it, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, you flagged up last week, Christensen goals as well, um, in their game, and that that might be one where the price actually holds for a wee while. Yeah, I think just I think it will as well, just with the way that they played tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they are generally a counter-attacking team, but uh, they don't usually play with such a low block as they did tonight against Glimt. And uh, I just yeah, they'll definitely won't be playing like that again on Saturday on Sunday against Valeringa. And uh, Valeringa, uh, they I think yeah, they've scored in every game now. Um, I don't think they've scored more than two in any game. Uh, let's see, we're looking at them. Yeah. One, yeah, what so they won one now tonight. Yeah, they've won the last two games one now. So, they obviously, the game against Muendal is a bit of a asterisk next to that because they conceded so many chances and mm. also goals that should have stood. So, apart from that, um, apart from the last two games, they had been conceding a lot of goals, but I don't think, um, we can look at I, I've not watched tonight's game. Because um, obviously it was on at the same time as other games. I other game I was watching, but the game on Sunday they they were very lucky to be goalless. So I don't think there's a there's a I don't think, expect them to keep another clean sheet on uh, Sunday. Okay, it's probably worth as well as well calling out Pellegrino, who's now scored eight goals in eight games. Yeah, he's, so he's uh, probably one of the league's leading marksmen. Um, in terms of players that set the season off really well. How, in terms of keeping these players, obviously there'll be people now, leagues, other clubs from other countries, keeping an eye on these teams in, in, in Norway. Yeah. Do we tend to see a lot of players leave in the transfer window, or do they end up leaving once the Norwegian league's over, or how does that tend to work? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them tend to tend to wait until January, just because the con like the contracts um, will be out in January. A lot of them have sort of. Don't, not a lot, not often long contracts uh, in Norway. Sort of two, two years, maybe three years. That's because um, they have the um, eight month break. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I just think, um, I mean, Pellegrino just signed for them last summer, so he. I don't think there's any danger of him, uh, him leaving. But yeah, I mean, there is, there is some players. I mean, Jens Peter Hauge, So, uh, from but to go back to Glimt, he was due to go to Belgium sort of last two weeks ago maybe and he's turned that down and to stay with Glimt because he's uh, wanting to yeah because he thinks there's sort of chance of winning the league for the first time in their history so, so I mean yeah there is going to be interest for like the top 
guys, especially the younger ones. But um, I think Pellegrino's 30 now, so I don't think there's much uh, chance of him. Oh, he's ancient. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd be 30 again. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, we'll move on to... You've got a, a bet in the, the Molde game. Greg, there away to some squad set. Yeah, so again, similar vein to tonight's bets. Again, Molde doing what they had to do tonight, obviously, scoring five goals, really good result. Um, probably not getting as much praise as, as Glimt are getting at the moment, obviously, a couple of points behind. But in terms of corners, though, um, and that's probably why I highlighted it last night, they've conceded eight, four, six, three, eight, seven, eight, and another four tonight. So despite winning 5-0, they still shipped four corners at home against one of the poorest teams in the league. So it's a really good result for Godset tonight. Um, again, I'm going to look at the corners angle on this, and I think Storm's Godset might get a decent price again on them to hit four or more corners. Again, it might be five, but keen to look at that, especially given Molda's record on the corner front. They do concede quite a lot of corners here, so um, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye out for that one. And I, I guess, David, from a result point of view, it's a game we expect Molda to win. Yeah. And uh, actually, tonight and on, but I've not watched tonight's game. But obviously, they won five 0 But I watched the game on um, on the weekend, and that's the best I've seen them this year. Mm-hmm. They've won. I mean, they beat all this in four one in the first game, but they were like they weren't great, and they beat Starback four one in the first half in that game. They were they, they had, I mean, they could have easily gone in sort of level. Um, but the last two games, they've kept clean sheets. They've scored eight goals. Um, they're just in. They seem to have clicked into gear um, now and probably that has to do with Glimt as well like putting pressure on them they realised that they're in a title race this year because they weren't yeah. really last year they were so far ahead I think we spoke about that last week didn't we I think we said last week that Molda probably weren't firing in all cylinders they were getting the job done but like you say um, it's been a fantastic week for them yeah. two wins and eight goals and unconceded yeah and like Glimt uh, I think they've won I think they've now been leading actually I think they've gone up now um to six out of eight, they've been leading at half time. So I'm looking at half time, full time for Molda as well, which is at eight to five uh, on Paddy Power still, which is really good price. Um, obviously, Storm's got set. Uh, they got a really good result tonight, and it's I, I've, again I've not watched the game, but um, judging by I saw I caught some highlights just after the game, and it looks like they've created more chances than they normally do. They missed a penalty as well. Um, and maybe they're starting to turn things around. But I just, I, I mean, from what I've seen of Godset this season, they've not they've not been that impressive. They've struggled to create chances and they've conceded a lot of chances as well. So I just think Mulder are going to overrun them. And to be leading at half, well, not just to be, to win the uh, win the game and be leading at half time, eight to five just seems like a really high price. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. And I think, obviously, Clint are... Four to ninety win the game, Molda seventy win their game, and that makes for a kind of sixty-five-ish double, hmm. which I think there'll be plenty of people on. Yeah, if they can get that price. Yeah. I think it's at the stage now, though, for Glimt. They've won eight games in a row. How how long can you yeah. get that run going for? Yeah, it's going to come to an end at some point. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's going to be at the weekend, but I think it's always worth well just remembering that at some point. You're going to lose a game or draw, draw a match. They're not mm. going to go out and win games 5 0 every week. No. I'm already looking forward to when the two of them go head to head. 
Não, não. Não, não, não vou mais. No calço. So it's next week, it's next Sunday, a weekend Sunday. Super Sunday. Next week's podcast will make for interesting listening. Um, <laughs> okay, so the last game on Sunday in the latest series is Bran versus Start at half seven, and you fancy Bran in this one, David? Yeah, uh, yeah. They've just, I think they've just lost actually to um, uh, Odd Good. tonight, actually, 1 0. Uh, I don't know if it's finished, but um, I still fancy them. So Start haven't won yet, and they play tomorrow um, against the Rosenborg. So, Bran will obviously have an extra day's rest, having played tonight. Um, I, fans, I, I just like at home, they've been good, and they've been good against the sort of lower down teams as well. Um, they have, so let me look at, just going through the results that they've lost, looks like they're going to lose tonight, but they beat Sandefjord easily at home. Uh, they won away at Sarpsborg, um, and they beat Viking easily at home as well. So, I just think um, at home to start uh, with an extra day's rest. Start still haven't won, and I'd be surprised if they got their first win tomorrow against Rosenborg. Um, Bran minus one goal, so obviously to win by two clear goals, is seven to five, and I think that's a pretty good price, especially off the back of a defeat. I think they'll be they'll be very keen to sort of make it uh, make amends with a win on mm. uh, Sunday. I was going to ask you about tomorrow night's game. I see Rosenberg are about the four to seven marks. That still represents some value away to start. Do you think they look pretty poor so far? Yeah, yeah, they have, and especially the last sort of. I don't think the last four games they scored one goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a sort of consolation goal the other day. Um, yeah, it's, it's still pretty, Rosenberg have looked much better the last few weeks, so it probably does represent value of four to seven. Quite funny actually, Rosenberg since they lost the glint three two and obviously their, their manager left, they've won three and drawn one. Mm. So they're actually in quite good shape, Rosenberg at the moment. Yeah. Are they likely to make a sustained challenge? You think, David? Uh, I mean, it's pretty similar to how they started last year. Um, I, I just don't think they'll. I just don't think they're good enough to to get up with uh, the top two. But I, I, I expect them to finish third still. Yeah. So basically, rest. Yeah. Okay, so that's a way to see him for the weekend. We're going to dip into the Oberst League. Um, Greg, Greg's new favourite league. Um, <laughs> yes, it really is. And remind me, when are the match for that? They're Saturday. Uh, Monday. They're Monday, sorry. Um, I think and it's, it's quite nice actually being played on a Monday because it gives you something to look forward to on a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get over the Monday blues with some Norwegian second tier football. Like <laughs> uh, so, Greg, you've picked out a double, and I think, David, you got a treble uh, for us on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, so in terms of Obus League itself, um, after three, three rounds, we're seeing on average 4.29 goals per game, which I'm pretty sure will be the highest of any league, albeit it is only match day four coming up. I think 71% of the games have seen at least 2.5 goals. Um, I think we're seeing over 2.5 goals in pretty much most of the games in terms of the teams. So looking at the league at the moment, 14 of the 16 teams are averaging over 2.6 over 2.6 goals a game. We've got 12 teams seeing over 3 goals a game. And of the 16 teams in that league, nine sides are seeing four goals a game. So it is early days. It's only match day four coming up, but it's just giving us a flavour of hopefully 
um, a sustained goals rush for the next couple of months. So I think on Monday, I think my double landed. I think Ranheim won 3 0, and I was on Yerv, they drew 2 all. So not shying away too far again this weekend. As I said earlier on, David and I discussed the odds in this league, and the bookies really don't have a clue. Let's mm. just set everyone at 4 to 9 and hope <laughs> for the best. <laughs> what it feels like um, we touched on Wheelstrom David um, yeah. made a actually made a better yeah. start than I thought they had um, in terms of points but certainly not setting the header on fire are they? No very unconvincing to be fair uh, I watched the game against um, um, Sun is uh, anyway they drew 1-1 uh, is that right? It was, um, it was, yeah Sun is yeah, and it was just yeah, they just they were just really disappointing. Um, I, I watched their first game as well at Grow Road, and they won one 0 But again, just yeah, they just weren't creating a lot, and it was quite slow and everything they did. So yeah, I, I'm uh, probably very not, similar to Tromso though. Tromso are top of the league, yeah, nine points, and, but they've yeah. been winning one 0 and one 0 They've hardly been yeah. setting the heather early either. But the teams you'd expect to see at the top end of the table after three rounds are pretty much yeah. good, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say that is that is the top three, the bookies' top three favourites at the start of the season. So, yeah, that's um, not a surprise to see Van Hintrumse and Leila Strim at the top. So there's probably a case to be made for all seven matches on Monday to go over 2.5 goals. And at the moment, obviously, we don't have a lot of data to work with. We don't have a lot of um, insight at the moment, given we are only into week four. But what you can do, though, is look at the last three weeks and see that there's a huge volume of goals, very high volume of both teams to score. So I'm going to stick with two sides that have seen goals right throughout their opening three games. So up, up first is Yerv versus Hamcam. I think it is Yerv. Um, David might want to keep that. Right I don't one. know. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> so Yerv have been great for goals so far. They lost 2-1 on the opening day of the season, but since then they've delivered two two old draws which is good going. And Hamcam themselves as well, a 3-2 defeat, a 2-0 win, and they also lost 4-3 last weekend. So each team there, they've conceded two goals in all three games. So certainly not defensively strong, but scoring lots of goals. So that's the first one. Um, again, there's nothing flash with this one. I think getting a 4-3 double, putting them together, tends to give you a decent 11-10 double. So the second game, is the match between Songdao and Sanez. So again, Songdao actually a bit of a shock last weekend. They lost 3-1 at newly promoted Grurid, which I think was a bit of a shock, given the fact they, they won their opening two games, 4-1 and 6-1. So that was a really good result last weekend for Grurid, but they're at home and they're playing a Sanez side who, again, 4-3, 2-2, and they got a 1-0 draw at the weekend. So both these sides have seen both teams to score in their opening three games. And obviously, Songdao have scored 11 goals at home. Probably expect them to win this match as well. But you can get a really nice double here. Double pays 11-10 to 10 with bet 3-6-5. Now, with the podcast, try to keep it um, entertaining and educational. So the <laughs> Songdao manager is Eric Backer. So I guess the question for you is, quite an easy question, who did he play for? 
Leeds. Ah, too easy, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Far too easy. The minute I saw his name, I thought, oh, wait a minute, I recognise that name. Yeah, he played yeah. for Leeds, played for Villa, I think. And I think he spent most of his time, actually, at Sundal. And I think he played right. for Bran as well. Okay. So he's currently in charge there. So there's your quiz Thank for the weekend. Thank you, <laughs> Gregipedia. Thank you. <laughs> so that's my double this weekend, for, for Monday, sorry. Um, both those matches, Yerfi Hamcam and Sundal versus Sandes. Um, over 2.5 match goals double and it pays 11 to 10 with bet 365. But like I said, you could probably make a case for all seven matches. Yeah. And on that note, all seven matches over 2.5 goals pays 12 to 1. <laughs> so it might be worth a couple of pounds as well on that. Yeah. I was just going to say that you could almost pick any two of the seven yeah. matches and double them up. and you, know, <laughs> you could, yeah. To yeah. get an 11, 11 to 10 double. So uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll definitely be on that one with you, Greg. Uh, and David, you've got a, a win treble. Uh, no, no, I was, I was the same as uh, as Greg. I was just looking at the goals on this okay. uh, on this league, just purely because it seems a bit unpredictable at the moment for results. Um, so yeah, I, two of those games the same: the Yev okay. game and the Songdal game. And uh, I've also put down Ugarden against uh, Rifles. Ugarden um, have lost four three and they've won four three and. Uh, they lost 2 0 in the middle. But um yeah, I just think as we said, any game could could uh, really come in over two point five. It's just a case of picking um picking hopefully the ones that do in the end. So that's Jerv Ogarden. Ogarden? Ogarden, yeah. Ogarden. And song <laughs> now in your yeah. treble. Yeah. Okay, and we don't have anything in Division 2 as yet. There's been nothing priced up yet, so we've not really looked at that in any serious way so far. Unfortunately not. They're very slow on the uptake. Well, maybe we're just too keen. Too fast. Too keen. Mm-hmm. There's five games on Saturday, I think, between 12 and 3. Yeah, one thing to, to note out for, just, just for the rest of the season, to keep your eye on, uh, Ul Shisa, uh, they drew 2-2 at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And the equalising goal late on was a free kick scored by the goalkeeper. So <laughs> just keep your eye on. Uh, hold on, I'll just get I'll just get his name up for you. I should have done this. I should have planned this. <laughs> um, um, I wrote it. Oh God. Are we aware of any bookies that are doing odds? Do they have? Do they have that for like? In the, Absolutely no chance. No. There'll be any player markets in Division Two in Norway. And if there is, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. But yeah, just anyway, go and watch it. It's a lovely free kick, <laughs> twenty-five yards out, a little curler over the wall. Um, not, not, I was kind of half watching the highlights, just talking to my wife, and then I just saw the keeper running, running about celebrating. I was like, why is the keeper celebrating? I had to rewind it, and he scored a lovely free kick. So I'm more surprised you're speaking to the wife and football was on. <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that one. As Greg says, I think it's very unlikely that right, there'll okay. be any, any odds we'll on that. Anyway. So far nice down. Game. Okay. We'll, we'll search that one out and try and get it on our Twitter feed. <laughs> okay. So I think that's plenty again for our listeners to get stuck into. Um, loads of tips in there. Greg, we'll get them written up and put on the, the Telegram channel. Yeah, we'll get them up nice and early. So I think for the guys that can't, or don't have the time to listen to the podcast um, we'll do our best to get these up and written on to the channel uh, as soon as possible so we'll get them up tonight and we also add that it's for the benefit of people who don't understand <laughs> yeah. their accents because... <laughs> yes, there's two reasons for that Yeah, number one, those that don't have time 
and number two, those that don't have an ear for our <laughs> lovely Scottish accents. <laughs> I know, I, I did contemplate today that um, in a parallel universe, I wonder if Egil Ostenstad is somewhere in a, <laughs> in a Norwegian basement recording a podcast about Scottish football. And I'll, be, I'll be in Rovers v East Fife. <laughs> you never know. Surely. So keep an eye out for that one. Okay, so... Don't miss our uh, regular podcast with myself, Greg, and Slips Tips, which we'll be recording on Thursday. Again, that'll be available first on the Telegram channel. So if you want to get an early listen to that, just make sure, um, A, you're a member, and B, that you can listen to it there. If you're not a member yet, then you can sign up at gambler.co.uk, where all the details are available for you there. Um, and yeah, that's us for this weekend. Um, huge thanks to David for joining us once again. Cheers, yeah, it's enjoyable. Good luck with uh, with your bets, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> thanks to Greg for your time as well, and best of luck with your bets too. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>